Okay. Well, you're welcome to Bashir O'Brien's podcast, and I'm your host, Bashir O'Brien. Also, on the, in our last episode, we talked about reading skill, how to improve on your reading skill. How we touched some aspects, and I'm very sure you've learned one or two things for you to be here. You've actually learned from the previous episodes. Now, we'll be talking about writing, the internal part of writing, which some people doesn't even understand what writing really is. So, before we start, kindly give me a subscribe and like this podcast. You can share to your friend on Instagram and tag me on Bashir Ibrahim. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna repost it and actually giving you a type of shout out. Thank you for doing that. All right, so we're we talking about writing today. Um, writing is one of the invaluable four skills of learning in the English language. Yeah, the other three skills are the reading, the speaking, and the listening. So, in terms of chronology, it is not um, feasible to substantiate the oldest, the most important, or perhaps the strongest in application among these four skills. Um, on the other hand, an incontrovertible uh, issue about writing in particular and the other three skills identified above, like the one I've identified before, in general, is the fact that the subject of this discourse is employed to document the activities of the other three. Yeah, we use writing to like document everything we are actually doing, writing to document what we are going to read. Writing the docu- as I'm speaking now, we can actually bring it out to write or stuff like that. And once you want to listen, you can actually we have this audio to text of which is also writing, and everything has to be documented. So in other words, like writing performs the function of putting in black and white visibly the operations of the other three skills, which are the reading, the speaking, and the listening. All right, so uh, let's move on to the main content of today. Now. Let's talk about writing. When you hear writing, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? As for me, I'll say writing is a means of communication through the use of graphic symbols to sensitize a reading audience about a contextual experience. Yeah, the experience to be represented in writing is also reflected in sounds that we speak and mix. In other words, like um, writing is the use of symbols of letters of the alphabet. And their combination in order to relate um, to the what's it called to the sound we make when we speak. Yeah, the realization of the what I've said before, which is the meaning of re- writing, requires like the use of number of sentences orderly arranged and linking one another, uh, depending on what is intended in a particular writing. That's just where how I know how I'm very sure writing could be defined or stuff like that. Because some people just think writing is just putting um, the pen on paper and start putting everything you have on your head. Writing is more than that. And there are two types of writing, which are the creative writing and the letter writing. You know, the creative writing is this type of uh, writing where the writer's imagination is solely at work. Yeah, like fictions in a few cases, non-fictions and uh, convention with which uh, creators, writers' imagination is demonstrated. Simple narrative and complex verse are the two dominant uh, literary devices and language style adopted by creative writers to send across their messages. And creative writing has three broad aspects. 
uh, referred to as the genres, which are the prose, essay, and poetry. Yeah, and the other type of writing we have is the letter writing, which is yeah, the letter writing is a correspondence which uh, could be formal, informal, and semi-formal between two parties. Yeah, it can be a party. Can, uh, a party. I mean a party. When I say party, I mean uh, a person or an organization, uh, an establishment representing a person or stuff like that. And we also know there are three type of letters, which are the formal, which is also known as the official letter, and informal, and we all know informal as the friendly letter and the semi-formal letter. Though the three types are meant to communicate, each has its unique format and formal features which could generally be referred to as convention. So that is now where we are going today. We are actually going to talk about the creative writing today. So when we talk about creative writing, first we need to talk about essay writing. Yeah, we need to talk about essay writing. And we are living in a world of words that has been absolutely described as the information age nowadays. Now, we encounter words every day and we also make use of words in order to explain our views, to clarify our points, express our feelings, set records straight or socialize with one another. Yeah. So you cannot just take words for granted. As Beck and Burke, the flame prejudice prejudice form con uh, I mean uh, the form constitutions or destroy them. So Wow, like mere words can make and prevent words. They can actually create um, understanding and they sell shady or superior products or ideas. We can justify mass words action or express his highest ideas. Tools in the beginning was the word of the word and God taught Adam all words. Yeah. As if uh, you don't know, writing is a way of communicating and of course you communicate all the time yeah it is the process of like codifying one's thoughts such that another person is able to share one's experience that is why reading and writing goes uh, hand in hand and the essence of writing is to make others read or share your viewpoint or idea people write just to inform recommend motivate prompt or play a part in debate persuade impress Persuade, impress, record, reinforce, or build an uh, existing um, situations of belief and structure. That's what like people mostly write essay writing for. And before one can do any meaningful writing, you have to read widely. You need to read widely, and that is according to Salvello. A writer is a. Uh, he said a writer. Can I remember? He said uh, a writer is a reader moved to emulation. Yeah. Yeah, a writer is a reader moved to emulation. Alright, so that's just like an intro to what we are trying to So when we talk about essay writing, why um, composition I think composition can be defined as a piece of continuous writing on one topic and essay is a kind of composition in which a writer states his knowledge or give opinion about a particular subject. And and an essay is like generally enlightening enlightens a reader about a particular issue or phenomenon which is why an essayist that is someone who writes essay will always bear in mind what he intends to achieve in the reader 
So writing an essay is structurally, uh, structurally consists of composing a passage of three parts and these are the introduction or the opening, the body or the middle of the and the conclusion or the end. The introduction states the purpose of writing or when the appetite of the reader. After reading an introduction, a reader makes up his mind on uh, whether essay is worth reading or not. The introduction of your essay is like um, the perfume, perfume like the one we wear every day. The, like the perfume that either attracts or repels. There's some perfume you see people wear and you're like, what the fuck is this little gay wearing? And you have to like perceive some perfume and be like, wow, I need to live with this people. Just like the way you met your, you understand what I'm trying to say there. So, okay, if the introduction to the aim of the essay gives a clue into what the reader is to expect or arouse the reader's interest, it is successful. Once the reader like feel the urge to read more about the essay, then the introduction has actually uh, has actually given out what is expected to do. He's expected to like draw the reader closer, and if it is if it's drab and dull once your introduction is dull or it's clumsy or boring and the reader will think of doing something better which is pressure time than than wasting his time on reading your essay and stuff like that and there are some strategies of writing catchy introductions which include once you relate including um relating a pertinent a pertinent and interesting anecdote once you can like once you begin with an arresting quotation like try to begin with an arresting quotation which will like urge the reader to read more about what the essay really talked about and you can summarize a commonly held view in the body of the essay what i mean by that is that you can actually summarize a little bit of what is expected in the body of the letter or the essay rather a little bit of what is expected and you can just give it a, a small summary on it in your introduction which will make the reader want to like get what happens after the summary like and you can explain the specific occasions that give rise to the essay and you can also emphasize the importance of the subject matter of the essay just like do something catchy that even the reader will want to like what will this essay end about you will want the reader to like be curious spark the curiosity of the reader to make him or her feel that what you're trying to tell him is actually something he needs to do is actually something he wants to read so that is just how to like create a catchy introduction and the introductory part of an essay is very very important as it sets the pace for the remaining part if it's not that catchy the reader would not be encouraged to read the work for example can you identify the strategies used like in the beginning of some essays uh some essays i'll be presenting now like they said the introduction which is like the story is told of a poor man who lived um, with his wife one day his wife who had very long hair asked him to buy her a comb for her hair to grow well and be well groomed the man felt very sorry and said um no explaining that he did not even have enough money to fix the strap of his watch he has just broken she did not insist on her request so the man went to work and passed by a watch shop sold his damaged watch at a low price and went to buy a comb for his wife he came home in the evening with the comb in and ready to give his wife he was surprised when he saw his wife with a very short haircut 
she had sold her hair and was holding a new brand watch tears flowed simultaneously from their eyes not from the futility of the action but the reciprocity of love and that is love to love is nothing extraordinary to be loved is something but to love and be loved by the one you love is everything just that's just a lesson there so that's just the first introduction i've made now let me give you another type of introduction which i will uh, which i want you to compare and here it goes inside uh let's say a few weeks before he was assassinated in 1947 the esteemed advocate of non-violent opposition and resistance Mahatma Gandhi, the one where I just like gave out a name, had a conversation with his grandson in which he provided him the seven blunders that accounted for the violence that ravaged the world. The seven blunders which he had earlier called the uh, seven social sins. In an article he published in his weekly newspaper, Young India of October 20th. What I'm trying actually saying is read from a book which I have once read uh, some weeks back. So he said, um, there are words without work, pleasure without conscience, knowledge without, uh, I think, character, commerce without morality, science without humanity, worship without sacrifice, and politics without principle. If I can get it right, I think that's just the seven he said there. So his grandson, which is Aaron Gandhi. Added the eight later after the after I called uh, which he called uh, rights without responsibilities. Now, if being an ardent fan of Gandhi entitles me to anything, I would add two blunders of our modern age, which account for both passive and active violence to the list to make them like thin altogether. And this are democracy without decorum and courts without justice. So that's just that two type of introduction i'll just talk about and with those kind of introduction you can actually like try try and want to read more of about what happened to the man about uh what the man the first uh passage you read and you want to feel like what does the how does the man want to get a comb for his uh, for his wife or what would the wife do if the man couldn't get the comb for her and the man surprisingly actually uh, sold his watch, stra- watch strap to get a comb. And when he got home, the woman already sold her head to get the man a watch. And that's just something you need to do in your tr- introduction to make spark curiosity of your reader to let them think about what will happen next. All right, so that brought us to the type of essay. So uh, we, I think we've defined what an essay is. And it is important to identify the various type of essay in which the power of writing earlier discourse will be deployed. So, this is not by any means of full discussion since you are familiar with essay writing. You have certainly written essays before and there are basically four types of essays. These are the expository, the argumentative, the descriptive and the narrative. So each of these essays has its focus, which is achieved through in through exposition, argument, or persuasion, description, and narration. However, most essays include two or more of the modes. An expository essay explaining the process of operating a machine may have a paragraph or two devoted to the description of the engine. Alright, so let's talk about the expository essay now. 
An expository essay explains basic things about a subject. The main purpose is to make a reader know what he does not know about a phenomenon. The world is knowledge-driven and expository essay exposes us to information, details and knowledge about that abound on a particular subject. An exposition in the writing used most often in school in daily life, business and professions. When you write a book or report, when you write a book report, an essay examination or a research paper, you use expository writing. Directions, recipes, like when you want to tell people how to cook or stuff like that. When you want to give instruction, a business report, another example of exposition. So you, a writer of an expository essay must be grounded in the subject himself. He must know more about the subject himself. He must know about what he's trying to say because he will lack something cannot give it. And in writing an expository essay, a writer must be guided by evidence and logic. Yeah, an expository essay can be done through um, number one, which is the enumeration and examples. When you present details in logical sequence, and can also be done through the analysis. When you carefully examine issues and explaining the relationship among various parts, which can be done through the diversion and classification. It can also be done through the definition, which is the explanation of the terms and concepts for effective communication to take place. And it can also be done through the comparison and contrast, like weighing alternative and grouping similarities and differences around a defined thesis. And the various examples of these strategies are provided by, I think, ECO in 1999. Yeah, ECO in 1999. All right, so that's just that on expository essay. And we're talking about argumentative essay now. An argument is like the process of organizing and stating objectively and uh, I think dispassionately the facts and reasons surrounding a particular stand or point of view. Otherwise known as uh, I think persuasive essay where you need to persuade the, the reader which is like those who want to read when you need to persuade them. Uh, the aim of the writer is just to convince or persuade uh, the reader to accept a particular point of view of this. So, there are many approaches to writing an argumentative essay. For instance, a writer can uh, argue objectively that it's looking at all sides equally until he gets to the end of his essay before he makes concrete stand. Uh, alternatively, a writer may reveal his stand from the beginning of his writing. Then it will go on to mention views that are opposed to his stand in a skillfully presented language with a plausible evidence that can challenge other points of view. The writer can win his audience to his side of reasoning with uh, evidence. Once you are trying to like convince people with evidence, they will surely have no other choice than to support you. And topics which may require argumentative writing can be, uh, let's give an example, like, let me call it, should dress code be abolished is a question. So. Some would say yes, dress code should be abolished, and some would be like, no, dress code should not be abolished. So stuff like that. Education should be free. another example is should education be free for all? So stuff. And we have some many examples. And there is this particular one we have done in school, which no matter what the competition is, they will surely pivot out the topic, which is are farmers more important than teachers? Yeah, there, there is this. That's the particular topic we always do in school. In there, back then, in my secondary school, we always like argue about why farmers are more important than teachers. 
and that i'm even very i'm getting very very tired about the topic and it's actually very 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 disgusting because without teachers uh farmers won't even succeed and there is this stuff about without farmers the teacher won't eat so it's actually two-sided and we have to pick one and start writing about it all right so that's just that on um argumentative essay and let's move on to descriptive essay uh, a, descriptive, a descriptive essay is that which creates an image or an event, person or situation in words. Where you can describe something in words, like virtually everyone has, in varying degrees of success, tried to describe something to someone before. Yeah, you have tried to describe something to someone before. You have tried to describe something to me about what is actually happening to you, happening to you, and you want me to like give the image in my head of what is actually happening to you. Yeah, so. Doing a good description requires being a good writer. You need a good writer and an observer. You need to be an observer. So as a descriptive essayist, you can describe a person, a festival, a city, or a phenomenon. And a description can be objective or subjective. An objective uh, description recreates for for the reader the image that might appear to any observer with preciseness. While a subjective description, on the other hand, describes the image as it appears to the writer, writer as well as his or her emotional reaction to the image under description. And descriptive essay also rely on uh, imagery and adjectives to evoke consciousness in the in the reader. And a good descriptive essay appeals to the sense of hearing, the sight, the touch. The smell and the taste of a reader. A descriptive essay must have um, a purpose as well. Like, why are you describing some? What you're describing? Why are you describing it to them? What do you want them to know? Do you want to give full information about what? Just like when you see two girls standing together, you know something is actually happening. They actually try to describe what has happened yesterday, and they call it. I think they call it gist. Yeah, ladies, we always gist. All right, so. I just had to like because of our time we need to move on and we're moved out with a narrative essay yeah a narrative essay essentially tells the story you need to narrate everything to them you must, have, you must have experienced something that is worth sharing and when you write or narrate it to your reader you are engaged in narrating writing so more often than not the goal of narrative writing is to describe experience either real or imaginary that has some unusual meaning to the reader and the writer. According, I think according to Thomas and Pink in 1981, all that the writer, writer has to do is to present his facts in proper sequence, generally in order of time, and group them in paragraph according to the stages in the narrative. Like, nothing impressed one before that story was told. Yeah, if the story is not well told, it can't be pressure your, re- uh, your reader. That's just it. Alright, so that's just the four types of um essay writing, which we uh, we talked about the argumentative essay, the descriptive essay, the narrative essay, and expository essay. Now let's move on to the characteristic of um effective writing. Yeah, there there, is, there are characteristics to effective writing, and writing effectively requires some conditions are met. And these are writers and their writers. They are writers. Like they are writers and they are writers. What defines each writer is like the style of how he or she expresses himself or herself. 
So the characteristics of writing, the various type of essays are all the same. Yeah. To write right, you need to follow some characteristics. I would like to like mention some now. And the first thing you need to follow is economy. You need there is this particular characteristic of writing, which is the economy. The first uh, quality of any good writing is economy. Economy is like the management of expression in such a way that unnecessary words are avoided while detailed information is provided. Yeah, and shrunk and white in their element of style as it says that a sentence should contain no unnecessary word, paragraph, no unnecessary sentences for the same reason that a drawing should have no unnecessary line. And the machine no associated part. This like requires not that the writer makes all his sentence short, or that he avoid all details, but that every word tells. Every word must have the word they are doing there. If they have nothing to do, then try to remove them. You are actually practicing economy that way. And as the difference between a child as an adult is that a child says it in several words, but an adult language is more precise. A writer must express himself with the consciousness of the principle of economy. The shorter the expression, the better it is at least that is the mark of maturity. And that is what differentiates people from. I'm sorry, that is what differentiates what I said in the moment earlier on, which I said they are writers and they are writers. So what differentiates them is how they put their words together. Ah, okay, let's move on. And another characteristic is like simplicity. Yeah. The choice of language should not be unnecessarily flamboyant or on purpose. It is more difficult to write in simple language. And as such, simplicity has to be cultivated. Simplicity does not mean that one expression should be monotonous, restricted to wishy washy talk on the street, like what I said the other time about girls gisting or stuff like that. So it rather involves like cultivating a good style without being stiff or pretentious. That is according to Mozart. And he said, yeah, I mean, according to Mozart, he said, simplicity is the true mark of a genius. If I can write within, and let me just give you a good example. And a good example is just a Twitter account. When you're trying to give a tweet, and you know, Twitter has this kind of characters, your worship content, I think that is 180 or stuff like that. If you can, if you can, uh, convince me with that 180 180 words then if you have more lines more books to do you can actually convince me more more and more because i only read 180 characters of what you want to tell me and you told me a full story just 180 uh, words then you're actually a good writer so another one is clarity yeah another characteristic of effective writing is clarity in his essay, Politics and uh, English Language, Howell, Howell in 1977, he says that the great enemy of clear language is insincerity. Yeah. When there is a gap between one's real and undeclared aims, one turns as it were instinctively to long words and exhausted in the ups. And clarity involves uh, avoiding obscurity, vagueness, ambiguity redundancy and long-winded expressions the essence of writing is to communicate and functional communication is marked by unclear language and according to where uh, Wittgenstein whatever can be said can be said clearly 
clarity concerned writing straight and direct to the point without um fuse and unnecessary flourish and the advice of thornton winder poet is a poet and novelist is apt and memorable if you write to impress it will always be bad but if you write to express it will be good like i'm always saying that my uh twitter audience once you're writing to people to impress them they are actually a bad writer but once you write to express what actually feeling to them then you're actually good because you want them to relate to what's actually happening to you all right so let's move on to correctness and effective uh, yeah correctness characteristic of an effective writing comes with correctness so effective writing is marked by not only the correctness of the information provided it also covers like avoidance of errors of grammar and mechanics uh, a piece of writing we do with um grammatical problem is boring and repulsive no effort should be spared in ensuring that correct information is provided in correct language in this respect a good um, writer knows the rules of grammar from the morphic to the sentence level and how they relate and function on the paradigmatic and uh, syntactic axis and that is just that on the characteristic of writing so here is where we're ending our podcast for today the episode podcast for today as far as i'm still your host bashir ibrahim and for the meantime we talked about the reality of today's life is that you cannot successfully pass through it without writing you need writing in school because you must convey your understanding of what you have been taught through it you need writing at work because you are going to write reports or respond to queries and you need to prepare proposals to do other sorts of things and if you write a good essay every other type of writing becomes easy as it is the adaptation that you will do before you engage in writing you have to like assure yourself of what it requires writing requires knowledge know yourself writing requires discipline discipline yourself writing requires expressiveness express yourself so that is where we're ending today's episode on Ibrahim Bashir's podcast and I'm still your host Bashir Ibrahim kindly give me a subscription like this podcast you can share it to your Instagram followers and you can tag me at Bashir Ibrahim to know you're actually helping me grow all right thank you and this is where we end in the podcast I'm Bashir Ibrahim thank you and you can and before you go you can actually try to like turn on your notification so you don't miss the next episode which is the continuation of the writing and we'll be talking about the speech writing and making in our next episode kindly click on the notification button not to miss any of our next episode on Bashir Brian podcast